Hello, friends and enemies. Welcome to the Run of the Mills podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mills, and we are talking about the Book of Romans. And we are in Chapter 6, and we have been talking about this whole idea of shall we sin because we are not under law but under grace? Shall we sin because we're forgiven? If my future sins are forgiven, my past sins are forgiven, and my present sins are forgiven because of the blood of Christ, that his grace is greater than all my sin. Can I just continue to sin? I was talking to somebody one time and I said something along the lines of, you know, as Christians, we're not saved by what we do. And I remember them looking at me like I was nuts. And they said like, wait, what? You know? And uh, I said, uh, yeah, we're not saved by being, you know, we don't get to heaven by being good. And they, and they, and they said, you don't. And I said, no, no, we don't get to heaven based on that we are about by being good. I mean, and that, that is a huge cultural uh, misunderstanding that people think you get to heaven by being good. And that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches that we're not good. We can't be good, that our best is like filthy rags compared to God. And so that should lead us to this place of, oh my gosh, I'm in big trouble. I'm in, I'm in big trouble. And that's, of course, what the first three chapters of the book of Romans are are all about, getting us to that place of saying, like, man, I'm in big trouble. And that's where chapter four, chapter five come in to say, like, yeah, you're in big trouble, but there's an answer. There's a savior for those of you that are in big trouble. And it's not by being good. You're not saved by being good. There is a righteousness, a way to be right with God apart from the law, apart from being good. And that is. Well, it's believing. It's that free gift of grace. You know, as Abraham was uh, was declared righteous, he he was declared righteous because he believed. He um, he believed. He was fully convinced. The Bible says in verse twenty one of chapter four, he was fully convinced that what God had promised, God was also able to perform, and therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. And, and it says it was written not for his sake alone, but also for our sake that, that, that righteousness was imputed to him. And so there is a justification apart from the law, apart from being good, following all the rules. And that comes through faith in the promise of God that Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. And I believe that. And in believing that, I am declared righteous and I have received the righteousness of Christ. Pretty awesome. So anyway, in this conversation saying like, you don't get to heaven by how good you are. Well, you, you don't know it's by what Jesus did for me. And I believe that and I receive it freely because of course, grace is a free gift. And if it's a, if a gift is not free, then it's a purchase and it's not something we purchased. Uh, we have no currency. So being good is not, is not currency uh, that, that's not how it works. Being good is what is expected. Um, and so uh, you don't gain currency to pay off your debts uh, by being good because being good is what's required minimum. So, um, so the person was like, well, you don't. And I explained to them, you get, you get to heaven by what Jesus did. And it's not uh, by our own works. And then the person said to me, so you're saying you could just, continue to sin because you're forgiven. And then they stopped. I didn't even have to answer. They stopped and they said, but oh, wait, but you wouldn't want to. 
And I was like, that's it. That's it. That's right. Because you understood the cost and the price of your sin. And you said like, why would I want to do that? And so that's what Paul's kind of talking about here in, uh, in the second half of Romans six is shall we continue in sin? Well, why would you want to do that? And he says, don't you know that to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you're that one slave. So why would you want to continue to sin? Because that would make you a slave to sin again. You don't want to be a slave to sin. Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to be a slave to something? When I was a kid at camp, I um, I had nasal spray that I brought with me because I, I used to get, you know, allergies or whatever. My head would be all stuffed up. So I had this nasal spray and I was very careful that I would only use it um, like once a day. And that was because I understood that you can become addicted to nasal spray. I had, uh, I remember having a family member that was addicted to it and you'd see them use it like constantly, you know, always have this thing out like every 20 minutes or something shooting nasal spray. And I remember thinking like, that's way more than you're supposed to, according to the label. But also, you know, my mom telling me like, oh no, that, you know, you'd be careful because you could get addicted to it. And I understood like, I don't want to be addicted to it. I don't want to be in a place where I can't breathe without having this all the time. And I remember one of my friends at camp, you know, asked me what it was. Cause I, you know, I took it out during one of the classes and I shot myself up with some nasal spray and my friend's like, what's that? And I said, Oh, it's nasal spray. You know, can I, you know, can I try it? And I, you know, and being, you know, a typical kid, I was like, oh, okay. So my kid, my friend, he used it. And, um, and you know, like, whoa, you know, first time you use nasal spray, it's one of those things like, you're like, wow, all of a sudden my sinuses are open, you know? And this kid being like, that was awesome, dude. Let me, you know, let me do it again. Let me try some more. Like, and I said, no, you'll get addicted to it. And, uh, and he was like, I want to get addicted to it. And I remember thinking, you're an idiot. You know, why do you want to get addicted to it? Um, because he didn't, he didn't realize, I guess that, that the whole point was if you get addicted to it, um, you can't breathe without it it takes over your life where you are like, Oh, I can't breathe without my nasal spray, you know, and that's just nasal spray. Um, and so why would we want to continue in to sin? If that sin is going to lead to us being ruled by it, you know, set free to be enslaved again. That's not why God set us free. And this is one of those things that people misunderstand when they realize like I'm free, you know, I'm free from the law. You know, I'm free. I'm free from the law. And I, I used to speak at high school baccalaureates every couple of years uh, living in a small town. Uh, I was called on to to do that a number of times. And I would talk about this topic a lot about, you know, you high school seniors are sitting in your chair. You're planning your descent into sin. You're sitting there ready to graduate and you're planning your descent into sin. You have discussed it with your friends. You've laid in bed at night and thought about it. As soon as I'm out of the house, I'm going to do this and this and this, you know, they were already, and, and they, you'd see them kind of shuffle and some of them kind of smirk and someone, you know, look at the floor be, because it was true. They, they were, they had, you know, being raised in Christian homes or, you know, they had, you know, having parents that would not put up with this or that they were, they were in their minds saying, I'm going to go do the things that I've always wanted to do. Because they were experiencing freedom. They were going to experience great freedom. And, and here's the thing about freedom. Freedom 
doesn't mean just go out and do whatever you want. Because going out and doing whatever you want is not what Christ set you free to do. He didn't set you free so that you could ensnare yourself again, become enslaved again to the same old stuff. That's ridiculous. You're set free so you don't have to do that old stuff. So you can be wise and say, like, I don't have to be ensnared by that. I don't have to think that way. I don't have to do that anymore. Not, I'm free to go do that all I want. Yay, I can go do it more because now I'm free and I'm forgiven. No, it's having the sense to say, I'm free and forgiven, so I'm going to avoid those things that once ensnared me. Why would I want to be enslaved again to that same old garbage? Why would I want to do that? You've been set free, Christian. You are free. So don't go and sin because you're saying, I'm forgiven, because all you're going to end up doing is putting yourself in a place again where you're enslaved to the things you were set free from. And that, my friends, is foolish. Don't be foolish. Don't get ensnared to the things of which you've once been set free. I meant to get further along than that today, but oh well, that's the breaks. Talk to you next time. God bless you.